It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. It's time again for the Jason Lee Club Show. And action, away we go. Welcome to Here's Your Freaking Podcast with the Jason Lee and Clug Show. Again, as we say every week, it's good to have you along for the ride because if you weren't, it, this would seem awfully pointless. Just two dudes talking in a room nobody was ever going to hear. So thank you for being there and giving this podcast purpose. You can stay up to date all things JLNK by he- heading over to jlnkshow.com. All right, what do we got coming up on the podcast here today? We're going to talk about, oh, a very scary moment during a home renovation. We'll find out how are you supposed to handle it when you find out your girlfriend's got an OnlyFans page. I better be getting some pretty freaking great gifts. There is an anti-masturbation group, <laughs> and it may be doing more harm than good. Can you imagine showing up at that like an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting, and you've had a drink, and you have to come in and admit it to everybody? You have to come in all sheepishly and be like, well, I pawed myself like an animal yesterday. Uh, we're going to also take a look at a college sex survey. We're going to find out what is the, uh, well, what is the next generation of sex fiends? What are they into? And it turns out they're a lot more flexible than any other generation before. Like... A lot more flexible than any generation before. <clears throat> and then we'll get to the worst person on the planet. This guy's just kind of jerky uh, in, a, in a way that we didn't think people would could be jerky, but eh, we'll get to that here in a minute. Now, this is very, very sweet and sad at the same time. Uh, there's a brand new trend for women who are about to deliver babies. Okay. All right. So they're right there. They're at their absolute poppiest. And I don't know if this is common or not, but according to most women, they come to the conclusion that this is probably as good as I'm ever going to look again. What do you mean when they're like when they're like almost ready to give birth? They're when like you're about to deliver a baby. The last thing on your mind is probably how you look, right? Wrong. It turns out there's a whole bunch of moms out there who want to squeeze in one last glam session before the delivery of the baby. And many new moms, soon to be brand new moms, are going for a makeover right before they give birth. Oh, fun. Like a little treat for you for making it to the finish line. They say it's because they know they'll be documented and they want to look their best. So they have before the birth pictures and after the birth pictures. What's planned up for both of them. It is funny when you see pictures on Facebook. You could tell who, who put themselves together a little bit before the picture was taken. And those who, like, it's like if the picture was taken and posted by the dad, you know, because mom's like sweaty and like, oh man, that's a lot of work. Mom takes the picture. She's, she's got a little bit together. Uh, they say that, uh, oh, they also say that some women are questioning, why are we doing this when you know that those pictures will never, ever, ever be seen again? <laughs> Imagine this, you're a guy, and you're uh, doing some home renovations. And this is in North Carolina, so you don't expect to find something like this. Construction workers in North Carolina were uh, doing a renovation job on a house. And they went up into the attic so that they could have their lunch. That's a good place to have lunch, right? Yeah, I was just thinking, that doesn't make sense. Yeah, moldy, dusty, gross. Uh, while preparing to sit down and eat their lunch, one of the construction guys happened to look over and see an eight-foot alligator living in the attic of this house. Oh, shit. All right. What is he eating up there? Probably guys that come up to have their lunch. Uh, the thought, they say, is that the gator was hibernating 
in the attic for the winter. I think the question here is, how did a fucking alligator get up into an attic? I'm more stuck on the fact that alligators can hibernate. When you got that little thing that you pull down, that little ladder that comes down out of the ceiling. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a complex operation to get up into a, an attic, even when you're a person. Uh, wildlife officials were called. The gator was removed without incident. Oh, that sucks. You're the guy that's got to get that fucking gator out of there too. And they're like, go up there. They're like, like, we don't like, know no. how. We don't know how the gator got in here, but somebody's got to get him out. He climbs. You can't entice him down with some, you know, chicken or food, some of your lunch. Come on, buddy, come on downstairs. What do you do if your girlfriend has an OnlyFans page? This dude's got a problem. He says, uh, I got this girlfriend. Her name is Emma. I met her uh, I met her at a Halloween party a few months ago. Emma has everything. Everything I'm looking for. Girl next door type. Great charisma. Well-versed in a lot of things I care about. 80s comedies, politics, baseballs. It's eerie how in sync we are. We really hit it off. One thing led to another. We started dating. I was thrilled. She checked every box. Met our families. Things are going great. <clears throat> she seems to have all this money stuffed in her purse constantly. Here's and here's here's the gooch that gets you. Until this fella says, my brother sent me a text oh, and no. a screenshot. Oh. Long story short, Emma has an OnlyFans page. Oh, you don't want, <clears throat> you don't want somebody else finding out before you do. Now if she tells you. Uh, I just gotta throw it out there. I have an OnlyFans page. Uh, I do lots of awesome nude, naked stuff on the internet. On what date though do you reveal your OnlyFans? It's got to be fairly soon. Well, you don't want to reveal it too soon because then you're like, well, I'll just check this out when I get home. Then you notice you have a new subscriber. But the downside is, obviously, this is somebody else telling. You would like her to tell her side of the story first before anybody else. But, of course, the brother comes in to say, hey, yo, man, here's a text. And boom, she's got an OnlyFans page. My first question would be, like, how much are you making off this? Is this, like, crazy lucrative? But I don't think if she had it before you that you could be like, no, take it down. She's never mentioned it, according to this man, and I never would have expected it. I've been sitting on this info for two weeks. She can tell something's on my mind. I'm no prude, far from it, but I'm not sure how I feel about my girlfriend having the OnlyFans page. I'm really into this girl, but it throws me. What's my next step? <laughs> but obviously, she's had her since pre-you, so you can't say, gotta get rid of it, you gotta go. You can't do that. Plus, she might be one of these OnlyFans content creators that you find out are making like 20 grand a month, and you're like, I'm gonna hang on to her for as long as I can. Gotta be some nice vacations in the mix. It wouldn't bug me. Like, if I was dating somebody that had an OnlyFans, it wouldn't bug me at all. I wouldn't care until I found out that my friends all knew and subscribed. Then I would be like, ah. Uh, uh, the one uh, thing, my the friends first thing, know. the first thing you have to ask for is obviously um, a password, maybe a free subscription for a little while because you have to go in there and do some poking around. You got to see what kind of content is she creating. Are you a solo artist? Hey, she's out there fucking a bunch of guys that aren't you. And you're like, well, this was posted two weeks ago. Are you in that polyphonic spree or yeah. whatever the hell that, that band was that had 78 dudes in it? Yeah. You got to find out what exactly, what kind of content are you creating? <laughs> you're like, who is this other guy? If it's, uh, you know, if it's solo work, you'd be like, cool, cool, cool. So you can pick up a few tabs every now and then. Great. Hey, what uh, if it's not and you find out that she's like you're the smallest penis that she's been with, clearly, according to this OnlyFans. If you find out that she has oh, like a right. load in and load out time, she's got a crew that works for her, she's got all kinds of people on hand. Yeah. You probably don't want to deal with that kind of a hassle. Or if she's on OnlyFans doing a bunch of stuff that she won't do with you. 
She's like, no, no, no. I only do that for money. Yeah, butt stuff is for the internet, not for you. I didn't know this was a thing. There's an anti-masturbation group. New research published in the Journal of Sexualities takes a look at people who associate with groups that call themselves anti-masturbation. What kind of a group would that be? Some of these groups, uh, (laughs) the name of one of these uh, anti-masturbation groups, NoFap, (laughs) claims that the body and the mind can be reset by abstaining from masturbation and pornography. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What am I, some kind of a fucking monk here? Uh, resulting in uh, erectile dysfunction. Uh, I think that's. I think that that no, not November has its roots in this somehow. Uh, they say that by refraining from masturbation and pornography, you will have less erectile dysfunction and a healthier mental state. How can it be healthier? It's all cluttered up with thoughts of sin. Uh. Oh, the entire anti-masturbation uh, community is known as Reboot. Oh. So they took a look at the at the, at Reboot. Those who those who were engaged in NoFap reported <gasps> could have seen this coming a mile away. Stress? More depression, more anxiety, and more erectile difficulties. Of those in the reboot world who relapsed back, you know, to the monkey spanking. Hey, hey you come in washing your hands like, I have relapsed. I was alone with myself for five minutes and treated my body like it was an amusement park. They say 29% report feeling suicidal or extremely suicidal. Then why would you do this? Oh, this was after they fell back into the self-pleasuring. <laughs> There are also uh, multiple reports of dangerous trolling going on in the NoFap forums. Uh, (laughs) What does that mean? Come Uh, on, do it. Touch yourself. uh, There was more trolling in the NoFap forums they found hurtful, damaging, and or threatening. Wow. It's just dudes encouraging other dudes not to play with themselves. Weird. Hang in there, buddy. You can make it to another day not cranking your wank. All right, so what does the future look like? Hey, plus, that's like the last thing on earth there is to do that's free, that you can just do whatever you want, and you enjoy it, and do it for you. I'm sorry, what'd you ask? So what does the future of sex look like? I don't know. Let's take a look at the ne- at the next generation that's coming up, no pun intended. They took a survey of college kids. Uh, I'm trying to find... Uh, we'll just single out one college in particular. Okay, Stony Brook College, which is in New York City. Oh, college kids are sure to learn some wild shit that you and I don't even know anything about. Flexible. I told you a couple of minutes ago they're incredibly flexible. Here's like, what they look at. Do you at. mean like bendy or just kind of down for whatever? Down for whatever. Hey, oh, nice. Uh, what do we got here? 50% of the people involved in the study were straight, 20% were bisexual, 7% were pansexual, 4% identified as lesbian, 3% as gay or other. So they're all over the place. Here we go. Uh, according to, and we'll get to the specific answers, the way they answer these questions. That's certainly more interesting than the actual numbers. Uh, college kids today, average age to lose your virginity is what? I'm going to say it's still in the ballpark of like 16. 17. Oh, it's going up. 24% of them, however, haven't lost their virginity. Or they're just not into sex. The median body count. College kids today, how many people have they slept with? Two. Three is the median. Nine of the participants had sex with over 15 people. The highest body count was 55. 
55 by the time you got to college? Fucking party. Oh, uh, yeah. By the time you were done with college, it was 55. One participant even admitted that they had stopped counting at 40. Hey, <clears throat> burning the sheets up, man. According to the survey, students... Good for you, sir or ma'am. Uh, according to the survey, students are having sex all over the place. <laughs> it's going on around you right now. Uh, most popular public place to have sex is what? Oh, I'm going to say laundromat. Beaches. Oh, <laughs> laundromat. <laughs> hey, we, we put the quarters in. You want to kill some time until the dryer's done? <laughs> I was trying to think of places like college kids always wind up, like at the laundromat. What they call it the duds and suds where they have beer there? I don't know, but if I had a nickel for every time somebody had sex in a porta potty, as of today, I would have two nickels because porta potty. Uh, when it came to the respondents, two, two of them admitted to having sex in a porta potty. I don't know what kind of a human being, what kind of salesperson you got to be to get that. The only time I ever see a porta potty is when there's a huge group of people and they're all being very, very drunk. So there's going to be piss all over the place. Nobody wants to go in there and have sex. I mean, I would if I was invited, but I'd be like, well. Here are some more of the public places where college kids are having sex. Old Navy dressing room. <laughs> An apple orchard. Well, that's kind of romantic. Oh, almost as bad as a porta potty. A bathroom floor. Ugh. Girlfriend's roommate's desk. All right, that's fun. Mall parking lot. An ambulance. A golf course. How do you even bring up ambulance sex? Okay, here's one well, of the porta potty. I'm here. Uh, here's uh, here's one of the porta potty answers. It was a brand new porta potty at the beach, and we cut the zip tie off to get in. Oh, all right. Hey, hey, way to cover your tracks. Yeah, I could live with that. Yeah. Uh back seat of a friend's car while they drove. I'll pissed you if you're that friend. You're like, I'm gonna get sex in my own car. This is terrible. Ooh, a conference table room next door to the boss's office. There you go. Top three favorite sex positions, according to these college kids. Number gonna, one would be... I'm going to say it's the old classic doggy style. And number two would be... What are the other ones? Missionary. Number uh, three would be... Girl on top? The cowgirl. Ah. Uh, some of the more uncommon positions, and this is going to fuck us up because... I can well, no longer bend these ways. We don't even know what some of these things are. Uh, prone bone. Prone bone. That's where she's lying face down and uh, uh, laying face down flat. Oh, you're on top of her? Right. The jockey. Yeah, I got nothing on that either. Wait a minute. All right. So, so I'm trying to think how a jockey sits like this. <laughs> like, eh. Hey, she's holding a lantern. <laughs> The Eagle. What's that? I don't know. Uh, do you know what the butter churner is? <laughs> is that what you're laying down? And she, she's just jerking you off with both hands? Do you know what sna uh, stacked snakes are? Do you need more than one fella for that? <laughs> hey, this position. The I just want to lay there. <laughs> the Leapfrog. Can I interest you in the seashell? What about the Titanic? All right, when it comes to kinks. Okay, stacked snakes. All right. She lies on her stomach. 
she lies on her stomach with her hand beneath her <clears> pelvic <throat> bone for extra friction. He lies on top and enters her from the back. Uh, that sounds a lot like prone bone to me. Yeah. One uh, of the kinks uh, that the college kids are into today. Everybody likes a little something different in bed, right? You can go from uh, regular old vanilla to God knows what is going on in this room. I'm excited about this list because I want to know what's on, like, what's the cool, what's the cool sex thing these days? I want to be ahead of the curve. I want to bring yeah. something home and I want to say, you know what? You want to see what all the kids are going crazy about? Right. Stacked it's, snakes. It's that rock and roll music. Uh, mirrors. I like seeing different angles of my partner and myself. I like a teeny tiny bit of domination by women. I thought domination was like something you're all in or you're all out. I didn't know you could kind of easy sneak into it. I know that on one hand it's name calling at the beginning, but on the other, like I know that that ends with like a high heel smash in your nuts. Whoa, ice cubes. All right, we've all been a part of that, right? A knife kink. Ooh, kids are into knife kinks these days. Breath control and energy exchange. What? I think that's that tantric stuff. Blood. <laughs> Candle wax. Hey, what are you doing? Ah, you know, candle wax, a little, little domination, blood play. Yeah, so ask the college kids, what are the craziest things that have been said during sex? These are some of the things that have been overheard. Well, you know, overheard as in you're fucking laying there, and this is what's being shouted in your direction. You remind me of my dad. Mm. That must be, like, University of Kentucky, Mississippi, Louisiana. Um, I think it's really hot that you skateboard. I like, because in this moment, there are things you could say that sound fine in your head, and they sound fine in that moment, but out of that moment, they like nobody wants their dirty talk made public. All aboard. <laughs> oh, craziest thing during sex. If I didn't think I was going to marry my girlfriend, I'd totally date you. Ooh, spicy. What? What? Breastfeed me. <laughs> My dude. All right. And did you Google how to be so good? That's, nice. That's flattering and very weird. Yeah. Uh, they also asked college kids, what is the craziest thing that someone has done during sex? One time a guy answered the phone when his mom called and then quietly told me to keep going. Ooh, had sex in cosplay. Now we're talking. Peed on each other in the shower. <laughs> yeah, let's get this ball rolling. I had my armpit eaten once. Oh, weird. Uh, what, did it taste like deodorant? I threw up and pretended it didn't happen. <laughs> I can't help but notice there's a pile of puke. What? That's not what that is. Keep going. Uh, they also say, uh, here, a look at non-traditional relationships. Uh, according to the college kids, non-traditional relationships, it's an umbrella term for any relationship that falls outside of a closed in-person relationship between two people. So this would be like just hooking up. Uh, this is polyamorous couples, open and non-monogamous relationships. 77% have not been in what is considered a non-traditional relationship. <clears throat> so we're talking about 23% of people have been uh, you know, outside the bounds of what's considered traditional. Here are some of the examples. These college kids are going to be out here living this best life. Yeah. I've been in a lot of friends with benefits situations where I have one partner that I see consistently, but not on a romantic basis. It's just purely sexual. 
Man, that's got to be fantastic. Uh, Somebody wanting to have sex with you that bad. Non-traditional, long distance, and friends with benefits. Casually dating multiple people, hooking up, but not being in a committed relationship with any of them. Okay, guy. I was dating a girl and her sister. They would often get it on in front of me. No, no they didn't. they did not. But you can imagine hey, what it... No, no, no. 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 Hey, it's nice to see that college kids today are still telling the bullshit same lies that all of us told back in the day. During the pandemic, college students were sent home to lock down and isolate, so they said, let's take a look back at the lockdown. How did, uh, how did your life change? How did your sex life change then? I think a lot of people got into, like, video, FaceTime, cybersex stuff, right? They said popular acts like Tinder and Bumble and Hinge saw huge surges in numbers, along with Twitter. 57% of college kids said that they that you, that you they would not date someone they had met online. <laughs> Ew, they're an internet weirdo. Yeah, <laughs> 43, 43% said that they would. Here's some of the reasons why. Somebody says, I don't trust people. I watch too many Lifetime movies. Yeah, I get that. Uh, yeah, uh, somebody says, yeah, that's just how we meet people these days is online. I feel if you're attracted enough to their personality and behaviors, it makes it trivial to become attracted to their physical characteristics. The sexual bond is one that is emotional. Ugh, that person talks a lot. Uh, meeting people online, I've done it in the past. It never ends well. It's sketchy, it's scary, and it's dangerous. Well, I mean, to a point, if you're doing like a Craigslist deal, but I mean, usually you can find out just about everything you need to know about somebody, so it's not so dangerous. I don't do it because they could be a serial killer. I met my boyfriend through Tinder. And then finally they asked, what is the most unique way that you've been asked out? College kids say, I uh, I asked someone to prom in high school on a fire truck. That's pretty sweet. All right. My current boyfriend got me five gifts from Disney. Each one had a word on it. It spelled out, will you be my girlfriend? Aww. In middle school, a boy offered me five bucks to go on a date with him. Hey. I made five bucks. All right. Uh, poems and songs are overwhelmingly the number one answers, uh, the unique ways. I always respect anybody who does that, and I know promposal season is pretty fun to watch on the internet, but I'd have never had the balls to do that. I would, <laughs> I would always like tap dance and skirt around the subject, be like, oh, still want to go out. Uh, one guy says, I pretended to be a lab teaching assistant as an excuse to go in and talk to them. Oh. That's pretty good. You know, except for at the end of the semester when they're wondering how their grade was, and you have to confess that I, I don't even work here. <laughs> You've been giving him assignments all semester, and he's been doing. You're like, yeah. ah, wah. All right, here we go. I, I don't know who this guy is. I just feel bad for this guy. Uh, pickleball, right? Isn't pickleball like the most adorable sport? Because it's a bunch of geriatrics out there pretending like they're playing ping pong meets tennis. It's old people getting out there, you know, and, and, and doing stuff, you know, staying alive. Yeah, and it's also fun when you like come around the corner at a gym or you see a pickleball court where a bunch of games are happening. Everybody smiles when you're in that situation. You're not like, oh, pickleball. You're like, oh, hey, pickleball. The popularity of pickleball has increased 159% in the last three years. 8.9 million Americans are now playing pickleball. Yeah, there are some athletes. I don't think it's, I don't know if it's Patrick Mahomes or some of those guys have invested in a professional pickleball team. Well, and now a lot of parks and communities are putting together pickleball courts. 
and neighbors are not happy with it. Why? Like this fellow by the name of Rob. Rob hates old people. He doesn't want to see active old people around. The great thing about having a pickleball court nearby is that it's dead at 5 o'clock in the afternoon. Everybody everybody bombs out of there pretty quick, right? Yeah. Uh, not Rob, though. He's upset. He says, now with the popularity of pickleball, there are more and more social participants, communities who have built pickleball courts in residential areas. And now they're feeling the wrath of Karens and... Well, what do we decide? What is the male version of Karen? Is it a Kyle? Craig? What is it? I think it's Kyle. Well, now they're feeling the wrath of the Kyles and the Karens nationwide, like Rob. Rob from Massachusetts. After filing numerous complaints with the Homeowners Association about the pickleball courts. Uh, okay, I kind of like the way that this thing ends. Uh, nothing happened. Ah, Rob. Good. Hey, Rob was forced to pack up and move. He, he didn't like the pickleball courts so much he fucking moved. He said the uh, pickleball courts were 350 feet away from his home, and he got tired of hearing the pop, 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 pop all the time. Uh, he organized, uh, oh, no, 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 wait, just because he moved doesn't mean it's the end of the story. Rob has now organized a lawsuit, Oh, and he's going after the Homeowners Association for putting up the pickleball courts by his house. Again, that makes you a terrible person. These are old people. They're out there. They're barely, they're just trying to find something to hang on to. Hey, they're extending their lives and filling an otherwise empty day. Their kids are grown and gone. They may be a widow, a widower. It won't be long before you and I are hitting the pickleball courts. Yeah. You got guys like Rob out there trying to, well, you know what he's trying to do? He's trying to kill them. He's just trying to end their life. Because the less stuff they have to do, the less your body does, the what? The less your body wants to do. The less your body wants to do. That's how he killed them. Way to go, Rob. All right, there you go. There's this week's episode. Oh, here's your freaking podcast. Again, as always, if you dig the podcast, please share it uh, online. Share it. Well, even if you hate it, share it anyway. You might turn somebody you know onto it. could be a good friend. It could be your worst enemy. Hey, and you know what? You could learn a thing or two, and so could they. Maybe it could be, you know, this is the weekend you're going to try stack <laughs> snakes with a partner. We'll take the listens no matter what. Whether you love them or hate them, we'll take them. And, again, you can stay up to date all things JLNK. Head over to the website, jlnkshow.com, and we will see you next Tuesday. Podcasts by Federated Media.